What you're about to hear is a real investigation involving actual people who think they have an insolvable situation. Until they find Trustdale, in the next few minutes, you'll go behind the scenes as veteran consumer investigator Dale Cardwell and his team get to the bottom and solve a problem that could happen to you. This is Dale Cardwell Investigates. And again, we're here to solve an unsolvable situation. This is a toughie, especially to do in a short podcast. How do you save a marriage? A marriage that appears to be crumbling, falling apart, and has nowhere to go but a dissolution. Uh, to solve the unsolvable is Lee Merriweather of Merriweather and Tharp, uh, Trustdale's recommended family attorney. Lee, welcome to the show today. Oh, thanks for having me. It's that time of the year. Uh, we discussed before the podcast began that, that families stay together during the holidays, but separate and uh, dissolve after the holidays. Yeah, so we see that a lot, though, though for the, especially if there's children involved. They'll stay together just to get through the holidays, and then in January, they start the process. So if you live in Atlanta or you visit Atlanta and you hear uh, the story of Meriwether and Tharp, it's a unique story and it's a unique message because because they focus on trying to save marriages, which is a very, very uh, different approach, but a, an approach that has served you well, Lee, and uh, you guys have saved many, many marriages. So let's start. How, how do you save a marriage that appears to be doomed? Well, let me start with... You know, a lot of it starts ahead of time, but I'm still going to give some tips that will help, uh, especially if you're on the edge. But they're going to apply across the board. Uh, and I'm going to start with, I'll just call it studying your spouse. And that may sound weird, but let me start by, I recently had did a divorce for someone, and they made a comment that stuck out to me. And They said, if I'd only spent as much money and energy on my marriage as I did on my divorce, I probably would still be married. Wow. And so it was, and it was something I had already seen, but they summed up what I had been seeing for years and years and years of doing divorce law so succinctly. And so when you come back to studying your spouse, and we're going to, I'll give you a couple tips on how to do that, but that means paying attention to things. Because if you think about it, we go to school, many people go to school for 16 years to enter the workforce, but we don't spend anywhere close to that time and energy on our marriages. And that's that is the most important relationship you can have here on this planet, is your relationship with your spouse. It's more important in your job, more important than anything else, at least from my perspective. And so why would you not put that time and energy into studying your spouse? And so here's a simple example of studying. So at least once a year, pick up a marriage book and read it and, and see how you can apply it to your relationship. I mean, that's not, I mean, how many books did you read going through school? Uh, you know, a lot more than one book a year. And then the easy one's the five love languages. That's one of my favorites. It's very simple. The concept sounds, it's, it's very simple, but you know, it's all about understanding the love language that your spouse speaks. Some people, uh, words of affirmation saying, hey, you look beautiful today. That's important to them. That says that you love them. Uh, for others, it's acts of service. So when someone like when somebody works all day and comes home and hands their wife, their paycheck to me, to them, that's showing that they love that person. And so I've actually seen, like as a quick example, I've seen that before. One of the reasons I enjoy that book is that I've actually seen that play out where somebody comes to me, they're, they're in tears. They don't understand why their wife served them with a divorce. They thought everything was fine. And he would, and if you look, examined their life, you understand what went on. And if you talk to the wife, she's like, well, it's been a loveless marriage for the last five years. And 
it, he never paused to understand what was going on. And, and frankly, she didn't either. She just felt like he didn't love her. Well, his love language was acts of service. And this is an, this is an example of, you know, if you can get people to put the, but, the pause button in place, that they can save their marriage. So, and to help her understand that he actually did love her, but wasn't speaking her love language. So in this case, for him, working all day, coming home, handing her paycheck, said to him that he loved her. From her perspective, from his perspective, as far as her loving him, she always got the kids to school. She took care of the bills. She cooked. She cleaned. She took care of his laundry. So for him, her serving him was saying to him that she loved him. So he'd come home. He'd plop on the couch after dinner, watch TV, and then run off to he'd run off to play golf on the weekends. Well, her love language was quality time. So when he got sat on the couch and watched TV or he went off to play golf on the weekends, she felt like he didn't love her. And um, But if they hadn't put the pause button in place, they never would have figured it out, and she never would have realized that he actually did love her. He just wasn't speaking her love language. Study your spouse. One thing I learned from you, Lee, is I don't have to solve my wife's problem. I just have to listen to her problem. Right. So number two? So number two is I'm going to give a practical tip, and I call it love notes, okay? And this is going to work. You know, there's there's you can use this at any time. If you feel like your marriage is in a great place, it's a wonderful time to use it because, you know, people think about, well, Valentine's Day and Mother's Day and those type of things or Father's Day. They think about these things at those points, but do it at any time. And it's very powerful when you're angry at your spouse, too. So when I say love notes, it's a very inexpensive way to express gratitude and just that you appreciate your spouse. And so it's very powerful when you're angry at your spouse. So you're angry at your spouse. So you sit down. It's all you have to do is buy some post-it notes and then write on the post-it note the things that you appreciate about your spouse. And I mean, you could do as many as you want. Uh, One time I did it with with my wife and I wasn't angry with her, but I was I said, hey, this is an opportunity to say I appreciate everything you do. So I put like I got up early one morning and I put on the milk jug in the in the refrigerator. I put a note saying I appreciate how you always keep groceries in the pantry and in our our uh, refrigerator. And then I put one on her steering wheel saying, I appreciate how you always take the kids to school every day and pick them up after school. And then I put one in her pocketbook for, uh, at the time she was taking care of paying all our bills. So I appreciate how you make sure all our bills are paid on time. So it's something, it's just simple things like that, that we tend to take each other for granted that can have such a powerful impact. So I'm giving you my example, but it works for wives to husbands as well. Just and put it someplace that different things about, think about the places they might find it during the day. So wives to husbands, put it in their wallet. So when they go out for lunch, if they if you do that, you open up your wallet and boom, there's a love note. Great idea, Lee. Okay, number three, saving a marriage. What's so the key? Number three is, you know, avoiding absolutes. So so many times people say, you know what, you never listen to me, or you always say that when I bring this issue up. Well, here's the problem with absolutes, is that it changes, you may be in a very important conversation that you need to you need to work through, okay? But when you make an absolute, it, it puts the other person on the defensive, number one, and number two, because what happens is rather than talking about the struggle you may be having or working through the issue you may be going through, all of a sudden they're going, well, wait a minute, I don't always do that. I listen to you. And so all of a sudden the discussion is completely different. It's it's about this. Absolute. Ch- the absolute. And, and it um, changes the nature of the conversation. 
And so what you should avoid when you find yourself saying, you know, you never listen to me. That's when you need to put the pause button. You go, you know what? I'm sorry. I feel like you never listen to me. I'm not saying you don't listen to me, but I want you to understand that I feel like when you make that comment to me that you're not listening to me. Is that what's really going on? Or am I just misunderstanding what you're saying? And now you've changed the the tone of the conversation. You've changed it from moving it from di- what's called dialogue to argument to keeping it in dialogue. And you've expressed your feelings. So if you've let your spouse know that, hey, look, it, it's what you just said is really bothering me and it and it makes me feel like that you do this all the time even though you may not can we have a conversation about that part so maybe you sidetrack for a minute but it avoids the whole thing derailing so i want everyone to know that we're recording this during the holidays but this is a timeless podcast of you can tune into this and listen to it if you need to brush up or or hear some ideas on saving your marriage uh, Lee, how do people find Meriwether and Tharp? Uh, it's AtlantaDivorceTeam.com. It's an easy website to remember. Uh, we focus in Georgia, but the tips we have on there, we have a lot of general tips that can apply to various jurisdictions, but it's focused here in Georgia. Got it. And so Lee is actually going to join us for two podcasts because this is not a subject you can exhaust in a short period of time, certainly not in 10 minutes. Uh, and when we come back and you tune in the next time, Uh, Lee's going to answer that question, are men really from Mars and are women really from Venus? Uh, Thank you, everybody, for joining us today. Lee, thank you. Thank you. Have you checked out our Consumer Investigations on Trustdale's Facebook page? If not, please be sure to check them out. You can also follow me on Twitter and join us here next time for another episode of Trustdale Investigates. Finding solutions to your unsolvable problems. This has been Dale Cardwell Investigates. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Don't get stuck on the side of the road because you think regular maintenance is inconvenient or too expensive. You can trust Haviland Express Lube to keep your car running with their fast, honest, and competitively priced oil changes. Pull into any of the Haviland Express Lube's metro locations. For most cars, it's just $19.99 plus tax and nominal shop fees. That's Haviland Express Lube.